0: On the next episode of Sip Suds, and Smokes...
1: Today we're going to do a brewery takeover. We are going back to my home state of Pennsylvania.
2: But this just isn't a story about Pittsburgh.
1: Exactly. It's more than just Pittsburgh. Voodoo Brewery is an employee-owned brewery, brewing company headquartered out of Meadville, PA, on the western, or otherwise known as the wrong side of the state. But we still like them. Honest
2: the voodoo brewery beers we'll be tasting today are the golden sour the good vibes white magic of the sun we have a 7.5 percent american brown ale called winona's big brown ale and a 9.2 percent fruited belgian style triple called voodoo love child and finally tranquil breezes we'll be right back after this break
0: Suds, 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 it's time for more Suds.
1: Welcome, everyone, to a famous, another famous Suds segment. Famous,
3: famous, famous, famous. What are we
2: famous <laughs> for,
1: though? Famous for our beer reviews.
2: Temporary mm. restraining orders. <laughs> <laughs>
1: famous for that, too.
2: I thought we were famous for being famous. Oh.
1: We are famous yep. for being famous.
2: That's mm. pretty good.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah, we have a small club in uh, Norway that walks around going, hate those guys, hate those guys, hate those guys. It's not that small. <laughs> Sven, do you thought like the people from Sipsuds and Smokes? No, I don't like them. <laughs> 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 they are not famous. <laughs> Number one, was that a terrible
4: episode? <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> well, believe it or not, this is another SUD segment. And our mantra of the day is... Drink, belch, and repeat.
2: Every day. Mm.
4: All day. Her day.
1: Yes. Joining me at the table today is good old boy Mike.
3: Yes, despite the 18 and a half temporary restraining orders, I have returned.
1: (laughs) You have a half a restraining
3: order? Well, see, it's these people that are under four feet and they can't, like, file a full restraining order (laughs) from, you know, Greenland. And so... If they get to full, you know, height above pygmies. four feet, then it will be like 19 restraining orders. So, you know, that's why I'm there at
4: the <laughs> half. Mike's not very big
3: with the pygmies. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> Reverend and Mark. now
3: Dave can join me on some of those. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm so glad we'll hang out at the same place, Dave. You'll bring the
0: beer, right? Band once again. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. <laughs>
1: Reverend
2: Mark, hello.
0: So good to be here on this communion Sunday.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Wait, what are we drinking? (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you like. (laughs) More wine! (laughs) Best church ever.
1: (laughs) Uh, Good old boy, Kendall, hello.
2: Hello, it's a pleasure to be here. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I just want to point out that we have all
3: done this like in a Western PA kind of style so far, so... You know, that that was should be a clue about what we're going to talk about today. Because right. we were all saying we could we could all talk in a Western PA style.
2: How Yoon's doing?
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. There yeah. we go.
2: That's yeah. That's it. Hate the Buckeyes, <laughs> <laughs> but love the Bucks. Yeah, go Pirates.
1: <laughs> nice, good boy, Dave.
0: digger,
1: <laughs> dig what? <laughs> it. <laughs> It.
4: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yes. The big it. I like it. That's what they called me in high school. The big it. <laughs> 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 Not the bigot. Okay. The big it. Okay. <laughs> the big it. Big it. Mm, wow. Is that the Stephen King it? It? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, hmm. Wow.
3: Yeah, it needs a rim shot. <laughs>
1: He's here all day, folks, too. Lucky us.
3: Oh. <laughs> Love the matinee, Dave.
1: <laughs>
4: Come for the second show. It gets a little blue.
1: <laughs> well, I'm good old gal Juliana, and today we're going to do a brewery takeover. We are going Ooh. back to my home state of Pennsylvania.
2: But this <laughs> just isn't a story about Pittsburgh.
1: Exactly. It's more than just Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh. Voodoo Brewery is an employee-owned brewery brewing company headquartered out of Meadville, PA, on the western, or otherwise known as the wrong side of the state. But we still like them. Honest. We also have location they also have locations in Homestead, Erie, Cleveland, not the one in Ohio, folks. The one in Pennsylvania. New Kensington, Grove City, State College, and Indiana. The city not the state. But before we go any further, this sub-segment is brought to you by
4: The Law Offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Are you a kitty or a puppy who identifies as kitty? Do you need an attorney? Come on down to the Law Offices of Scratchers J. Scratcherton. Scratchers J. Scratcherton, attorney at law. She'll fight for her clients and give injustice the claw. Scratchers J. Scratcherton is not
3: licensed to practice law in any of the 50 states. So how do you know that you're showing up to the wrong side of the state? I'm envisioning it's like you pull through a toll booth and they go, Welcome to the wrong side of the state. Two (laughs) dollars. You know, it's like, do they say the opposite when you're driving back the other way? Welcome to the right side of the state. Two (laughs) dollars.
1: Well, I'm sure if you're born on the eastern side of Pennsylvania, such as me... We have always had this notion that the west side is like,
3: you know, meh. Or a billboard or something that informs you of, you know, where you're at geographically in PA. There's got to be something like that. Like, I
4: feel that both western and eastern Tennessee are the wrong sides of the state. Yeah, it's like, we
2: we have a definite middle. I don't know if there's a middle. Is there a middle? State
1: college would be the middle. Yeah.
2: Okay, yeah, and yeah, well, nothing bad ever happened there. It's like we leave we
3: leave it to Cracker barrel to decide where the South is declared because they only serve sweet tea in the South, so You've got to let wherever Cracker Barrel decides to serve sweet tea to determine where the South is located. So
2: that's a good I move. I think there's Cracker Barrels in Western PA. Yeah, but they don't serve sweet tea there, see? No, that's what they I'm don't. Saying. Yeah. They don't. No. no. Wow. You've
3: never noticed this? That's weird. I don't drink Have sweet tea. Have I provided a life learning lesson for you today,
0: Kendall? You can get beer and
3: wine at Cracker <laughs> Despite Barrel. Despite no. your t shirt.
0: So. You but now does Cracker Barrel serve sweet tea in southern Florida because that's really the north. No, they don't. But northern Florida is the south. So yeah, there you go. Yeah, they do. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm saying I'm very confused. I'm <laughs> saying that if you have trouble with geography,
3: where you need these things in life that tell you that you're on the wrong side of the like state. Like markers. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like a toll booth.
4: And there's something about sandwiches in Pennsylvania like they call them one thing in western Pennsylvania. Yeah, and
3: they and call everything yeah. primates in western PA. So that's all
0: you need. That's all you needed anyway. Yeah. Well, you know you're only fries the wrong going <laughs> in the gravy. direction yeah. of the wrong side of the state if they only take it the toll booth. Silver certificates. <laughs> yeah, it's
3: not called poutine. It's just called it's just called fries with gravy. <laughs> yeah, You
2: want gravy on fries? Yeah. Gravy right. fries. I like that.
4: Sorry. <laughs> You're fine.
1: All right. Good old boy Dave, why don't you give us some background on Voodoo Brewery?
4: Well, you actually already said everything about them uh, in your intro. They are in Western PA. They make beer. They're employee-owned. They have several locations. You know, yada, yada, yada. I did spend several... Excruciating minutes digging into the history of <laughs> Meadville.
1: Excruciating.
4: There is, there is no, there are no. You copy there. and paste
3: at least three times.
4: There is no <laughs> Mead in Meadville. It's like there are no Who's in Whoville. Sounds like an opportunity. Mm. It does sound like an opportunity. The
3: Meadville Meadery. Come, Come on, on but, man. Are there any bees there? You just print money.
1: There's got to be bees there.
3: Hmm. Uh, I, this could uh, go be. down as Dave's best background. It was brief. It was almost informative. (laughs) I read most of the words right. Yeah, you got all the big words right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to give myself.
1: (laughs) Wow. All right. Good old boy, Kendall. Why don't you give us today's lineup?
2: The Voodoo Brewery beers we'll be tasting today are The Golden Sour, a 5.3% tart golden ale. Yay. The Good Vibes, a 7.3% West Coast IPA. White Magic of the Sun, a 7.3% Belgian white ale. We have a 7.5% American brown ale called Winona's Big Brown Ale. (laughs) And a 9.2% fruited Belgian style triple called Voodoo Love Child.
3: Love Child.
2: And finally, Tranquil Breezes, a 5.5% West Coast American pale ale.
3: All right. The
4: ghost of Diana Ross just screamed when Mike sang that. <laughs> yeah,
3: well, she lives, you know, on my side of, the, of town. So, you know. The good <laughs> side I mean, of I, the I, town. Yeah. I mean, I've, I have seen her and her kids, you know, occasionally. So oh. she comes up to me and says, don't do that. <laughs> don't, uh,
0: don't you ever.
1: <laughs> never, never. Well, thank you, Kendall. Reverend Mark, why don't you give us the Suds ratings for today?
0: All righty. We'll be discussing and rating these beers with these suds ratings, plus our signature belching sounds. Here are those ratings now. Number one, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. We're in Iron City. Number two, was that a belch? Number three, ah, what a relief. Number four, a body should really not make that sound. Uh, uh, uh. And number five, listen to that hang time. Give me another.
4: You know, Reverend Mark really reads the Suds with a lot of gusto.
0: Ah, that's what I come here for. My um. monthly gusto. <laughs> <laughs> I think he did that one for the Gipper. Yeah.
3: yeah. Come on, man. Yes, That's yes, up sure. that, I get applause for that, don't yeah. I mean, you know. I don't have that button. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you. All right.
1: So we were talking about this um, in the break before, but I thought this was interesting um, that this brewery franchises different
4: well they they say open your own location on their website so yeah like if you wanted to be a part of the voodoo brewery establishment i guess you could potentially open up a location in your town in western pa
2: well that that explains why they're in so many little towns i was wondering how a small brewery is so scattered around pennsylvania yeah so how do
0: they decide whether they will let you be you got to have that green. Do so. they kill a chicken and look at its entrails? in check, be a brewer.
4: <laughs> you doing some kind of voodoo with them fish heads? Yeah,
0: you know, that's it. <laughs>
4: <laughs> that's a good question, everyone. I'm sure, I'm sure there's an application, you know, a couple of forms to fill out. How many fish heads you got? And yes, uh, some entrails. Yes.
1: <laughs> well, we'll get to the beer after this brief interlude. Welcome back, everyone. Hey, so today's brewery um, is a brewery, or today's episode is a brewery takeover, and we're talking about and the Voodoo. wrong side of the state. Exactly. And we're talking about Voodoo Brewery in Meadville, among many other places. So, the first beer that we're going to talk about today is the Golden Sour in the bright yellow can. And make sure you pronounce it sour. Mm hmm. <laughs> They're bright. It's a bright, crisp, and tart golden ale brewed with wheat and spelt. It is sessionable and has notes of stone fruit, citrus, and red apple. Huh. How is that spelt?
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
1: And it's 5.3%. Yeah,
3: this puts the A in apple for sure. Yeah. Um, I kept on hear- hearing like a kid's cartoon the whole time I was drinking this. Like, enjoy this juice box. You know? Because it was definitely... Pure Juicebox City, you know, from my perspective, it was sweet, not crispy. Um, I did not like this at all. Mm. This was actually the worst beer of the flight. Mm.
4: I found it to be a lot more one-dimensional when it was cold. And mm-hmm. as it's warmed up a little bit, I am getting some, I guess, malt backbone or something going
3: on yeah, there. You mean beer?
2: I got a little <laughs> apricot in the nose, but, yeah, on, on, on the tongue, it's all apple. And, yeah, Juicebox is an apt description of there's a little bit of tartness there, but I prefer not that not pink enough. straw. And I like the pH balance myself,
0: but that's where it ends. I was intrigued by the <laughs> fact. <laughs> oh, wow, <laughs> I did. I was intrigued by the fact that they had, it has ancient grains in it, but it did wind up tasting kind of old. Wow. But um. <laughs> but seriously, folks. <laughs> yeah, juice box. I'm with you. Juice box. What do yeah. you think,
1: Juliana? Well, yeah, it's a little juice boxy, but I do get, <laughs> I'm like I'm trying to think of a song, but anyways, it's got a, a little malt backbone, like you said, as it warms up, that kind of like helps soften the appliness of it. Yeah, it's, it's meh. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I just feel like if it had a little more carbonation, too, it might have a little zip or pop to it. Yeah. But it, it was almost, by the time it's, you know, been in the glass for 15, 20 minutes, it's almost still. And that's really where the juiciness comes from, is there's no carbonation to, you know, just give it a little zip. A little extra bite.
3: Yeah, I'm thinking if we ever had a juice box uh, blind tasting. Ooh, um, this summer. Yeah. Coming up. Summer yeah. 2021. 20, I think this would be perfect for the nephew. It just won't shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, <laughs> we would not condone giving alcoholic Man, I, beverages to Uncle small Mike, children. Why has my kid been Unless they're your two, own.
4: <laughs> hours, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, sour ale, Benadryl. You know, I mean, come on. Wow.
1: Okay. Well, we rated the golden sour from Voodoo a three. Not me.
4: <laughs> Under protest.
2: Hated it. <laughs> wow.
1: All right, let's get some good vibes going. Ha-ha, <laughs> get it? Wow. <laughs> good vibes is their... <laughs> I don't think it was that I had that to
3: throw bad. the flag. I'm Got a Beach Boy song <laughs> in my head now.
1: <laughs> um, it's their Totally Righteous West Coast IPA. It is, they hopped it five times in the kettle and then double dry hopped it with gnarly amounts of Galaxy Amarillo and Mosaic to produce a bodaciously dank tropical fruit noted beer. Wow.
2: Yeah. They got got all the Jeff Spicoli words in there. Yeah, Yeah, that's for sure.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I was bracing myself for something amazing.
3: Well... I think every time I see that somebody made a West Coast IPA, my brain immediately goes towards Green Flash, you know, Aww. and thinking, you know, is this going to, where is this going to be, you know, in the hallows of of uh, Green Flash, you know, West Coast IPA, and there are a lot of great West Coast IPAs, I mean, I could, there's a bunch by, you know, Lagunitas and mm-hmm. Sierra Nevada that, sure. you know, mm-hmm. are all really, but for some reason that reference standard so that was the thing i had you know coming to my mind um so the first thing i wrote down is great hop blend yeah i really yeah. liked uh, this yeah. was one of the ones i thought they had really really uh good command and control of the hop blend i think they have made this like about 6000 times this this beer was totally dialed in
4: yeah this yeah. is one of their um they're cool
2: like, beers. Yeah, I yeah. thought it was the best of the flight, and I would, I wouldn't just uh, compare it to those classic West Coast IPAs because if you There's look no at those, caramel. they're it's not is, as piney. They they have a little more pine, a lot of caramel. Yeah. This is one of those modern IPAs where the grain bill is very light, the hops are prominent, but the hops were used really well. It yeah. had those classic, especially you start throwing in amarillo and mosaic and galaxy is just you get all the classic uh, citrusy notes it's a big yeah. grapefruit a little bit of orange but yeah I, I was missing the pine and the caramel I want in a true west coast
4: well I think yeah. because the, the Ibus weren't quite as heavy in it they didn't have to use the caramel malt or like maybe the they yeah. you know,
2: backed it off. Yeah, a lot of a fish, lot of the hops you know, came on the end, right. so they didn't add any bitterness. So but, yeah,
4: but it, there was a nice bitter too. It's both bitter bitterness. and sweet
2: yeah. on the back end.
4: Yeah, it was, yeah, it's a well made beer.
2: Yeah, I, I really enjoyed it.
4: Very tasty. I yeah I went, but when anybody says West Coast, I tend to think of those like with the caramel malt and stuff. What do yeah. you think, Juliana?
1: I liked it a lot. Um, I'm not the I'm not the biggest West Coast IPA fan, but I like the balance on this. I like the fact that it was hoppy throughout um, a little bit of sweetness on the end, not too much. yeah because some of the some of those big West Coasties get that really weird caramely end to it that just kind of always throws me off. Yeah. this one didn't have it, which I really enjoyed. And I could get the pithy, the grapefruit pithiness, but not overwhelming. And I, I just thought it was a solid beer. Mm-hmm. And like Mike said, it's dialed in.
0: Seven point three percent—that's pretty good ABV yeah. for an IPA, too. It's, and I didn't, but I didn't pick that up—the uh, up the, the higher a- alcohol. Not no. at all. Yeah, I really it's very didn't pick elusive. That up. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it was distracting. No, not at all. Yeah, I think it was about right where it needed to be. But you know that there are some like I think of Anchor Liberty for instance. I mean that's a really really old one but but I mean no Crystal Malt. And yeah. so some some of the West Coast are this way. I think it was
4: more of the the big hop bombs, right. you know, because they they had to add something to offset the the huge IBUs and like just the super bitter beer, you know. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. it's
2: something like Celebration. You know, there's yeah. there's some good solid maltiness to that yep. beer, Yeah, yep. even though it, it bitters. I'll get out too, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and some of the Firestone Walker stuff.
2: Oh yeah.
4: yeah,
0: yeah, absolutely.
1: Yeah, totally. Well, I thought this was great, and we rated Good Vibes from Voodoo Brewery a four. Uh, uh,
4: uh, well done. <laughs> now go to that voodoo
0: that you do
2: oh wow i almost forgot about that clip Aw, well done thank you sir
1: and speaking of voodoo that you do or in kate or voodoo that they do let's talk about white magic of the sun no magic it's their voodooized cute version of a classic belgian white ale it's a spice wheat that's fermented oh, with their proprietary Belgian God, yeast, then conditioned on me. coriander, juniper berries, orange peel, and, un- and a unique peppercorn blend. <laughs>
4: and a partridge and a pear tree.
1: Resulting in a spice-forward interpretation of the time-honored classic.
3: Yeah, not spice-forward. Is and that's the, part of the big problem it, here. It's mm. dull. It's It starts off incredibly sweet. And yeah. there is just... It gets out of balance and out of whack just really fast. And that sugar just doesn't give up, you know, for the entire taste profile. And yeah, to say this is a classic Belgian wit is insulting the rest of the people that are making a classic Belgian wit.
0: Well, and I think the sweetness is what does that because it, you know, it's, I wrote that it's semi dry at best and it really needs to be very dry. Yeah. Uh, I think, though, the, uh, the addition of the juniper berry, you know, it took me back to scene 19 of The Life of Brian when <laughs> they're following him in the desert. Would you the like the more <laughs> <laughs> And the, 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 those that are following his shoe are asking for food in the desert. And he goes, uh, I'm not the Messiah, but uh, there's, a juniper, there's a juniper bush. And they go, <laughs> it's a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so it kind of took me back to that scene at least. Nice. So it uh, salvaged something out of this beer.
1: It's expired and gone to see its
0: makeup. <laughs> you know.
2: Wow. I think of everyone at the table, I really love wits. Yes. Because um, I, I know some of you aren't big wit fans, but when they're done well, they're a fantastic style of beer. And I, I think this is a witty beer, and I don't mean that in a good way. It's mm. kind of got a little bit of what you want out of a wit beer, but it's just kind of wit-ish. I think, Mike... If Mike could
4: live his whole life witless, he would be so happy. <laughs> I'm sorry,
3: you're, I'm sorry, honor I'm witless. Please don't take that uh, motion into order. Dave says I'm not qualified. Wow. But, uh, and yeah. also
0: the color we're talking. Uh, it's, oh, it's it's a little way, bit. It's a little bit too, too dark. Uh, oh yeah. yeah, it's too dark. And yeah. so um, I'm always looking for cloudiness and kind of a the, some indication that it was. Um, it was made with uh, unmalted wheat. Yeah.
2: yeah, a little more yellow than gold is what mm-hmm. I want to see. But mm-hmm. yeah, o- overall, I, I would. Um, I almost wonder: is this just a maybe not a, ba- a great batch? Did we get a, an off batch? Because a, a witch should be something that you could should nail, be light and crisp. All day long. And, yeah, I would not like to try. Difficult. I'd like to give it another shot in a few months. See if uh, it's the same or. if you know they cleaned be. it up
3: yeah well if i had to you know tinker with this uh, i would definitely kick up the peppercorn uh for sure and i would back off on the coriander i have to say i think uh, and this actually is one of their core beers it just doesn't feel like it's fully attenuated i mean it no. just it feels like they just declared victory you know it's and the timer went off and i never even looked at the right. yeah they yeah, did, I never looked at the OG. Or, yeah, or, or yeah. it had some gravity number. Nobody or tasted it or something. Yeah. I
2: don't know. I think if you would back down the sweetness on this, some of those spices and would, would stand come out, out a little, out little more. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it just yeah. it overwhelms it's just them. way out of balance. Well,
0: for and me. I think also the the ABV is out of character. I mean, you know, it's it's seven point seven point three percent. That's big for. That's for that's really too big for a white yeah. ale.
1: Well, but they did say in the description that they voodooized this beer. So they've upped the ante on it. Kind of
0: so they screwed the it up?
1: <laughs> they've just made a bigger, bolder Welcome version Welcome to the wrong part of the of state it. where we don't I know think... how
4: to make a Belgian wit. I think they did some, I mean, they did some hoodoo instead of voodoo. Yeah. Where, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Well, I get a lot of the spices. Now granted, I'm not the biggest wit fan. and
4: That's why she married me. <laughs>
1: it's very caramely for me it's very sweet for me but if they were Mm. almost what a spice cookie yeah because the the spice is still there it's still lingering 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 in my mouth Mm. but i guess if they were going for something that was bigger and bolder then they've achieved this
2: i thought spice cookie was dave's dancer name (laughs)
1: <laughs> and Who's you know you're this you're how?
2: <laughs> Kendall's a very good tipper. Uh, I follow him on I follow Spice Cookie on Instagram <laughs>
4: At
0: Spice Cookie 73 <laughs> I like that. It's good. But to me if they oh, were gonna wow. up the ante on a white ale uh, the one that I gravitate back to Which is no longer being made But it was Pierre Cellis Put out the yeah. Grand Cru This time of the year uh, And it was a high gravity White ale yeah. mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was perfectly made So Oh wow I'm sorry. Yeah
1: That's a blast from the past
0: uh, Scrimshaw At table seven please
3: Because yeah That's what I would, <laughs> I think um, I would pour this yeah. out and Pour the scrimshaw On the glass <laughs> oh,
4: yeah. But I think Like too If if, if it's going to be higher gravity it, sh- it should still dry out Yeah, yeah. You know And and kind of like Mike said Maybe that's they were trying to, but they just didn't let all that sugar. That's what I think. Yeah, uh, ferment out and dry, and dry it up. Some I don't mm. know.
1: Well, the white magic of the sun from voodoo, we rated a three.
4: Generous. Mm. Three. We're, we're, we're we're it's the holiday season. We're, I want to hear about David. Dave's self-made meat. Self-made <laughs> meat. Yeah. So, okay. So there's a company in Australia, and I think it's hypothetical at this point, but they're talking about <laughs> making kits. Australia because, is hypothetical? Yes. Hypothetical Australians. <laughs> is that so a different accent? So you guys know, like, you know, lab produced meat is a thing. Like, they're, they're, it's not fully commercialized or anything, but people are looking at-
2: Well, as a way
4: in, to, at thousands
3: of fast food places all over the well, world. Well,
4: but this is like, like fully like, you know- Put some stem cells in a thing and add some stuff and shake it up, and you got a steak. So a company is talking about the making, shaking steak, like where yeah. they send you a kit, you add your own cells to it, and you can make your own little mini steaks out of yourself. Honey,
3: what are you doing in there? I am. Uh, I'm making some meat for next week. Honey, I'm making hors d'oeuvres. Hold on, tell the guests just to hold on a little bit.
4: So tell me how I taste. Why is there
3: the sound of <laughs> farting coming from the kitchen? Yeah.
4: So, so. But like.
3: But they say it's not cannibalism. But, like, how is that not cannibalism? Well, it's yourself. You're not eating others. You're just, it's like gnawing on your own left arm. So is that
4: like <laughs> kids in school who eat their own boogers are not cannibals, I guess?
3: No, that's just gross. <laughs> <laughs> and a core part of the cricket in Alabama. <laughs>
4: Bam. <laughs> little, once again. Thank
2: you. Little bits of self-made steak. It just. I mean, do we know yeah. what people taste like? Do we taste like chicken or do we taste more <laughs> like beef?
4: I think it depends on uh, your yeah. diet. You know, like, <laughs> like you know, if you're an IPA guy, do you taste a little <laughs> hoppier, you know, a little more citrusy? And if you're like a stout drinker, maybe you taste
3: a little more roasty. No, I, I love what stronger. Reverend Mark said as soon as we were talking
4: about
0: yep. this.
3: He's like, what would you pair with this?
4: Yes, uh, what
0: beer? Well, here <laughs> on the table, what would you pair with uh, <laughs> self-made like, steak?
4: Well, you know, they, the, was it Rogue who made <laughs> mm-hmm. that beer from Beard? Yeah. Uh, the guy's beard cells? They made oh, yeah. Beard. Yeah. The Beard beer? Yeah, the
2: Beard beer.
0: So you Yeah, that paired. really sucked. Yeah. It was weird. It was bad. Yeah. Well, yeah. it reminds me of the story of the cannibals sitting around the fire, and one said to the other, you know, I just really hate my mother-in-law. And the other one said, well, try the potatoes. That was oh, that was classic
4: uh, right there, all the way.
3: Give it you know what? That gets the slow clap right there. <laughs> if you just give him a little bit of ramp, just a little bit of ramp, I knew it was
4: coming around. See, so see that's why we can't wow. have him on every episode. Because <laughs> you gotta you gotta space it out just enough <laughs> so that you get the full impact when he's here. <laughs> That was, that was out, Oh, thank man. you. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. So, <laughs> <laughs> if this ever becomes a real thing, perhaps we will do a what do I pair with me? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I just, is there a market for this? That's what I want to know. I,
4: you know what There's a market for it. I mean have you not spent Maybe you get a free internet? t-shirt If you do this
3: I created <laughs> yeah. I created myself this week Or you yeah. know It's like I'm served best rare or, you, know, it's <laughs> yeah. like, you know I really work well With hollandaise sauce I mean you know
1: I, yeah. Yeah, It's like Where I'm great with know? ketchup Yeah, yeah. it's it's endless. As a
3: sommelier, I'm just kind of sitting here baffled going, I really don't know, sir. Now would, you,
4: <laughs> you don't think would you serve yourself rare or well done?
3: I'm always well done.
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs> wow.
1: Exactly.
3: <laughs> and there's a whole group of people in Greenland going, nope, I'm afraid not. <laughs> Two million
4: people decided to go vegan just now.
3: <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, it's like... Just on the off chance, it almost changes that conversation. It's like, honey, what's for dinner? I have a well planned, you know. (laughs) It's like, you know, Tuesday are burgers, you know, Fridays are steaks.
0: Yeah, so, Yeah, yeah, yes, I don't know. I prefer to serve myself first, immersed in a sous vide. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah.
2: Just,
0: just so
4: that the texture is just right, mm-hmm. very
1: tender. I've yeah. got a
4: hot tub, so <laughs> <laughs> Kendall
2: tartar. Turn, turn up the heat. <laughs> yeah, you know, just <laughs> like, sous vide myself in that. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing out there, Kendall? <laughs> uh,
3: wow. Honey, I'm working on dinner. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if June comes out with a spoon while
4: you're in the hot tub, it's like,
2: oh, it's like, yeah,
3: uh, needs here. more salt. In
4: yeah.
2: <laughs> I'm sitting in a hot tub slicing you know, like yeah. the old Bugs Bunny cartoon. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
3: Maybe, you sure. should, maybe you should dump that Belgian <laughs> wit in the tub, you know, maybe you know, yeah. kind of work things up.
1: Oh, gosh. Up. We'll be back with more beer in just a brief minute. Welcome back, everyone. So we are continuing our brewery takeover of Voodoo Brewery from Meadville, Pennsylvania. The next beer that we are going to talk about is... Winona's Big Brown Ale.
4: Winona had herself a big mm-hmm. brown ale and she threw it up in the
3: air.
2: <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm glad Dave went there first because that's where I, my head was. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's it's a great reference.
1: Generous amounts of brown malt coupled with their house ale yeast result in a robust and smooth ale with just enough bitterness to balance it out with a multi-rich backbone and notes of coffee, chocolate, and toffee. No. And
2: go. And I like this it girl, ain't I missed. happening. So good. I think
0: this was my favorite of the flight. Hmm. And because I like myself to brew uh, the big browns, and I think it really hit it. Just edged past the mild brown, you know, in terms of it having a lot more robustness to it. And yet it finished out very well with not being too sweet. Um, Yeah.
3: I think it's hard to make a really great brown ale if you are not using um, noble hops because i i just think that you know many of the noble hop you know choices um for making a english brown ale is so much embedded in a lot of our taste dna and i say that and yet the one beer that i always think of is definitely the good people brown Ale. Mm -hmm. such a great you know brown ale and it's one of those reference you know beers that it's just kind of embedded, you know, uh, when somebody says I made a huge, big brown ale. And I this didn't uh, come close, you know, to the, the good people, but I thought it had a really good malt backbone. It was really in balance. The thing that always happens with a lot of brown ales is that they go way too sweet. And this mm-hmm. is not the case. So I right. love the fact that this is really well in check. Um, it's not overdone. And I think it's a great use of American um, American malt uh, okay. to really make it shine well. I think um, I
4: think partly like what you said about it, it's not too sweet. There's definite sweetness, but I think there's some roast in there that keeps it in check. Kind of like what we were talking about with the West Coast IPAs, like that caramel sweetness with that would keep the hop bitterness in check. I think the the roastiness keeps the sweetness in check here. It's definitely got some sweetness. Big beer. I do think brown ale has become a very blanket term because it can mean a lot of different things. The best brown ale I ever Oops, had... Oops, I screwed up the wit. Yeah. <laughs> the best brown ale I ever had was at uh, at a Real Ale uh, festival, and it was 2.8%. It was from England. It was like the most flavorful brown yeah, ale I've ever that's had. what I'm talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But this one, I think, is like a big dessert beer, and I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I think yeah. of the... the um, Against the grain, the brown note, but don't look at the can, please. <laughs> don't look at the can. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah don't True. look at the can on the can. One of my favorite can, art.
2: <laughs> yeah, for yeah. sure. <laughs> Skid marks. The, the the aroma on this was beautiful. Yeah. It was yeah. like roasty or toasted dark bread, and yeah. I love a great brown ale, and it's hard to find a good one. I think my reference brown ale is uh, Cigar City's Maduro. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. a good choice. Yeah. And this one's very good. A little bit of sweetness, but you're right. The roast and the bitterness really help to balance this out. Yeah. And I got
0: some residual toffee in there, but it wasn't overly where it would put it into kind of like a Scotch ale type of uh, category. Yeah. So there was a little of that going on. Delicious. Delicious. Juliana?
1: Yeah. This is big bowl flavor like I would expect from Voodoo because, you know, they, they don't skimp with any of their flavorings, if you will. But so it's still very approachable. I think for somebody who's been scared of dark beers, this is a really good one to try Mm -hmm. because it's balanced. Mm -hmm. You know, you're getting a good amount of roastiness, but you're getting that it's balanced by the sweetness. And I I could drink a few of these. And it doesn't taste 7.5 percent. Not at all. No, no, this one will sneak up on you But this is a good fall, winter I'm glad I have it You know, at this time of year A lot of of those
2: big ABV browns Get a little boozy And you really pick it up But this this one, one, no I don't know how they hid that 7.5 Because that's a big brown ale Yeah,
0: what would you guys pair this beer with? What would a cannibal pair this with?
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. Hmm. Um, (laughs) I was thinking of a really bad NFL game (laughs) That's (laughs) what I would pair it with Wow. Kind of like watching like, the Steelers. Oh, I'm yeah. serious. I said that out loud. Banned once again.
2: Yeah. I always like uh, brown ales with, uh, with steak especially you get a little char on that steak, you know? and a yeah. man steak. I, yep. And, um, the flavors, <laughs> you know, a lot of people are, are not, there
4: I was really
2: right yeah. too busy concentrating and not listening to the crazy stuff Dave is saying, but I, no, I I, um, yeah, I found that, uh, the Browns can go really good with red meat.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think for uh, on the dessert side, I would have a chocolate cheesecake or something with this. Mm.
1: Oh, I just would go regular cheesecake, you know, like a white mascarpone, something like that. Because I think it would like bring out the roastiness even more, Mm. but really, really good. And, you know, brown nails are like so hard to find really good ones. So kudos to them for knocking this one out. We rated Winona's Big Brown Ale, and I wonder what Winona they're talking about. Nudge, nudge, wink, wink. A four.
0: Uh, uh,
1: uh. Now, let's go to a really cool name here. The Voodoo Love Child. Love Child.
3: Stop it. Sorry.
1: You were banned. I think there's a restraining order.
3: Banned once again.
1: (laughs) It's their unique interpretation of the old world classic. They take their Belgian triple and delicately age it on cherries, raspberries. Oh, Mike loves raspberries. And passion fruit to produce moderately sweet fruit notes on top with their traditional Belgian yeast
4: character. I have to know, Kendall, did you immediately pick up the passion
2: fruit? I did. I can feel it. (laughs) You feel it in your toes. Hey, we need to make t-shirts that say, I can feel the passion fruit. It's done. Yeah, it's It'll it, it it
3: is so, but that will be a top seller. Yeah, um, really sweet. Um, yeah, I, way too much fruit going yeah. on. You know, for me, um, I just it, it, again this is another beer that is just completely out of balance. Um, I didn't like the way it started. I don't like the way it finished. I just. I kind of felt like somebody had shoved a really bad piece of fruit
0: striped gum up my left cheekbone and said, "What do you think of that, big boy?" You know,
3: yeah,
4: <laughs> up his cheekbone. Yeah, <laughs> and
0: I'm I'm kind of a triple purist, and so if it, the and it's the base beer to this, and, and yeah, to me it, screwed up a great. I don't like then. the triple being sweet. I want it dry and spicy to start with, yeah. and then just leave the fruit out, please. Kind of like
4: uh, the uh, in the last one where we said it was a big beer, but it didn't taste or feel big. This
0: one I felt. The 9 point yeah, whatever percent. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get the warming effect, especially as it warms up. Yeah.
1: yeah, 9.2, yeah. This almost like dove into cough syrup territory mm-hmm. for me. Um, I get, tussing. Yeah, well, the cherries and the passion fruit was a little conflicting to me. You know what I mean? Like they were competing yeah. for my taste buds. Um, and it was a little viscous on the tongue, too. And just the sweetness was... A little off for me Because triples are gorgeous beers yeah, they are. I mean yes. Gorgeous beers You know With that um, With that candied You know flavoring But this was just a little
0: and, and they're oh. also Pilsner forward I mean you got a lot of Really good Pilsner going on Yeah In a, in a triple in, And, and it's just not there Yeah for.
1: And I'm almost tasting yeah. Coriander like from mm. that Whipped beer I'm mm-hmm. getting You know mm. Residualness of that And it's just mm. A little off for me It's what a
2: it's a little all o- over the place. There's a lot yeah. of things going on, and none of it's balanced. And it, it's got some of the same issues to me the Whitbeer had. And yes. I'm thinking maybe you know of the the flight we've had. I think the two Belgian styles were the were the weakest of I the wonder, flight
4: because they they said they used their a Belgian
2: proprietary strain. strain.
4: So
3: I'm wondering if there's something about well, their... that's where I would tell them to start. Is uh, you need to head back to just making a solid triple, yeah. and uh, then work your way out because. I just don't think that happened. I, I, yeah, I'm yeah. thinking that the underlying base beer is the contributing factor to all this muddled mess, you know, that's going on. I don't know if maybe they don't
4: ferment at a high enough temperature, or if there's there's something that there's they're not doing. Both so of some, these beers
3: yeah. are just a little off. Somebody's declaring victory a little too yeah, early. Under attenuated
4: yeah. a
0: little
2: too. Yeah,
0: a, fermenting yeah, a little
2: warmer yeah. might help these. Well, yeah.
0: at the end, I mean, for me, you ferment a triple at low ambient. The first two or three days and then raise it up. To, to give the yeast time to propagate and yep. then you let it go crazy. And that's yeah. why you get acceptable levels of, uh, of diacetyl, actually. Yeah. Uh, but but it's more spicy than yeah. it is fruity. Um,
3: yeah, the IP lawyer and me just wanted to leap out of the woodwork and pounce on somebody. Because, uh, yeah, you are not uh, seeing things... There is another beer called Love Child from Boulevard, and I have no idea how they are not at odds, you know, with each other. But Kendall said, "If uh, if it's on a sticker, then it's okay." (laughs) So yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, because you we know that IP issues are you know permanent. So if you paint a can with it, that's an issue. But if you put it on a sticker, that's not going to be around forever. That's fine.
3: Yeah, you take it off.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
3: kind of like waffle, I'll say. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm> okay. <Yeah. laughs>
1: but if you're into fruit, I mean, this is a very fruited
4: beer. Uh, yeah, but I don't even know. Then, but but,
3: like, yeah, it's just. I like, would just tell them stop making this. It's this sucks. Make a great triple, you know, and uh,
2: work your way forward from that. But I don't know if I'd ever put cherries, raspberries, and passion fruit together in any beer.
4: Yeah.
2: Uh, definitely, I would not. No. <laughs> I would
4: put it in Mike's breakfast movie. Yeah. Maybe, make...
1: <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they were trying to make Dave's
4: muddled mess. Maybe they were trying
1: to make a tiki drink out of the
4: triple. Or uh, something. Let's not drag tiki. More umbrella. <laughs> yeah. That's not, what's missing. That's, yeah, what's missing yeah. that's what's
3: missing from this. That's what's missing from this. Stick here. an umbrella in a, and a maraschino <laughs> cherry in uh, it. Yeah, that's, that's what you really need on yeah. this. Crushed ice. Yeah. All right. A bit more hula.
1: So, the Voodoo Love Child from Voodoo Brewery, we rated a three. Generous. All right, let's talk about the last one of the flight, which is Tranquil Breezes. It's their West Coast-style American Pale Ale, hopped with Azaka, Sultana, formerly called Denali, and Trident. It sounds like gangs or something. Bright... Crisp and refreshing. Versus the tridents. This sessionable pale ale expresses distinct notes of pineapple, tropical fruit, and citrus with a hint of pine. But don't take our word for it. Michelle, Tamika, and Tanya say they can smell it from a mile away.
3: Hmm. And so can we.
1: 5.5% ABV.
4: A lot of hop flavor for 5.5%. Beer, not bad. Yeah.
2: You know? Yeah, to me, this was kind of like their IPA, uh, what I call the modern category, knocking back the caramel, going with the lighter malt, letting yeah. the hops stand out. Yep. Lots of tropical fruit, lots of citrus. There was a bit of that piney note, which I like in my pale ales and IPAs. I, I thought this one was, was also very good. A lot like, I, you know, give it to these guys for their uh, pale ale and IPA, but yeah. maybe not so much the yeah. Belgians, but they they did a good job on these. This
0: this was my second favorite in the flight. Yeah. Mm.
3: Now let's say I wrote down burnt sugars pine bitter um, crisp um, it's a tad out of balance again um, yeah I just uh, there was something that was not in check with all of that hop that was going on there there wasn't enough sugar or something else to kind of hmm. round this out you know well enough for me I have missed a memo along the way when somebody changed the name of Denali to Sultana because um, I had this beer this week that I was like Sultana I've never had this hot before I didn't realize it it's
4: Denali. Somebody,
3: was there like an IP lawyer that finally won something and they described it no longer as Denali
2: is that it? Maybe, maybe Jeep. I had them. no idea. I have, I have no idea what's going on. I almost mm-hmm. can't keep up with hop names anymore. I don't All even right. try. Except you know, experimental hop XB four thirty seven. That's yeah. a hop. Thank you. So
4: there you go. I'm glad you remember. What <laughs> tattoo is that?
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, wasn't uh, particularly a fan. I you know of this of this uh, of this beer. I, you know,
4: I liked it because it was a pale ale and not an IPA. Yeah,
3: exactly. And I, th-
4: I think... That's true. I think the hops fell off a little bit, but I think that's... I mean, as it warmed up, but I would expect that in this kind of beer. Um, but but I think when I first had it, and mm-hmm. it, I think if you drink it cold, it's a pretty tasty beer. What'd you think, Juliana?
1: I really...
4: She's looking up Denali, huh? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm so under... No, no, no.
1: So, okay. Little side note here. Equinox and Stella and Denali all changed their names. Huh.
3: Yeah. Where this, was I? This happened. Am I not on the email list anymore?
1: Yeah. <laughs> this happened. What the hell? This year.
4: <laughs> you know, 2020, come on, man. <laughs> Seriously. What?
1: Well, okay, I say that. Because I'm looking at an article from Beer Maverick that said that the hop breeding company announced that they were changing around numbers and letters and names. So Hot Equinox beers. became Euconot. Um Stella became Ella <laughs> because of Stella Artois. And then Denali became Sultana.
4: Okay. So yeah. now what did you think of this beer?
1: Sure. So there's that. Just letting you guys know for an APA I liked it a lot I, I think that their hop that their IPA game is really on point mm-hmm. um, I like the balance of this as well I like having the pineyness, like Kendall was saying if I'm looking for an American pale ale I want to have a little bit of pineyness to it like that kind of rounds it all out I love the hop profile on it and this is very drinkable I, I'm, I'm a big fan
4: cool I'm with you. So, we
1: rated the Tranquil Breezes from Voodoo a 3. Well, that's going to do it for today. How about that? Mm. We hope you enjoyed this episode, and if you're listening to us online, do yourself a favor and tap. Just tap it in. Just tap it in. Give it a little tappy. Tap Tap, tap, that subscribe button. The easiest way to listen to our show is to ask Siri Alexa. google or uncle larry play podcast sips suds and smokes
2: we'd love your feedback and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com
3: our daily tasting notes flow out on twitter every day our handle is at sipsudsmokes and our facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news you'll also be
0: able to interact with the thousands of other fans that like us and hate us on those social media platforms. And also, do us a favor and take the time to rate this episode if you're listening to us online. Five stars. That's a big help to us, and we get to see your feedback as well.
1: Well, good old boy, Mike.
0: I
3: almost made it through this flight. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Hey, come back uh, once again. Join us for another exciting episode of Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I will ask you to keep on
0: sipping.
1: Reverend Mark.
0: I'm still waiting for the flight attendant to show up, please.
1: (laughs) She's coming. She's coming down the hall with your cocktail. <laughs> Reverend, I mean, Reverend, good old boy Kendall. Reverend Kendall.
3: <laughs>
2: Reverend Kendall. I enjoyed it. It's always good to have some great stuff from Western PA.
1: <laughs> Please tell
4: us about
2: your blog. My beautiful wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com.
4: Good old boy Dave. Hey, check me out on Instagram at good old boy Dave.
1: Well, this is good old gal Juliana, and yes, I am from the east side of PA, and I have a little bit of love for the west side. I promise. I the...
2: fart in your
3: general direction. Your mother was a hamster, and your father smelt of
1: <laughs> <laughs> And where do I go from there? Yeah. Keep on chuggling, folks, and catch us on our next episode.